This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anyo SEO, hello from South Korea. Welcome back to the Spurs Chat Podcast, where I've got four very well, three very special guests to talk about today's game. Uh, Team K League three, Tottenham Hotspur six. We are back. We have got Richard Whitehead back with us. We've got Darren Altman back with us, and we've also got Ricky Norwood. Richard, welcome back to the channel. How are you? It's always good after a great result. It's nice to see you uh, nice and fresh anyway, uh, and we don't want any. Background noise, please, from your resident. <laughs> I think you need We're to live now, Rich. Come on. everybody about who's actually with you. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's my good friend Jason, and uh, he's kept me awake snoring for the last couple of nights. So hopefully he he will stay awake because it is one a.m. here. Um, in Seoul, in South Korea. We've just got back from the game, so it's been a good night. Um, we've also got Darren Altman with us. Darren, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Before we start, what about a round of applause for our host? Hour and a half flight to Frankfurt, 11 hours to Seoul. I've been watching the videos. What dedication, what dedication. It's been fantastic. It really has. But we'll, we'll talk about that. It's been an, an amazing trip. And uh, to be honest, I don't think I want to come home. I'm enjoying life out in South Korea. So I might stay here. It's roommate. Um, That's what it is. I saw you in your temples getting your chi on. <laughs> if only. Um, we've also got Ricky Norwood back with us. Rick, how are you? 
I am very well, my friend. Preseason has been beautiful. It's been great to see the boys back in the shirt. And I've got to say, to reiterate what Darren just said just there about yourself, Chris, and about the channel and about the blog, you you know what? You make me feel like a, a, like a fan at home, like I'm with you, bro. And that's what's really special about the blogs that you're doing on preseason in South Korea. It's how I found you in the first place. It's when you was doing the blogs about the stadium and, and when the stadium was being built. That's how I found the Chris Cowling channel. So listen, again, big up to yourself, bro. Thank you for, for, for bringing myself and every other fan that watches your channel along for the ride. And if you haven't watched it yet, you're missing out. Go catch up right now. Thank you, Rick. And uh, let me just take this opportunity to thank everybody um, for all of your amazing support over the last couple of days. I've received so many messages um, about the um, content that I've been putting out and half it wasn't even planned. It was just off the cuff. So um, thank you so much for that. Um, Rich, let's start with you. Um, Team K League 3, Tottenham Hotspur 6. What did you make of today's game? Like FIFA. <laughs> it was literally like FIFA. It was um, great to see, obviously, um, the boys back on the pitch, like Rick said, um, refreshing, um, just a different kind of atmosphere, I think, for uh, for fans as well, just to kind of get in front of the the, the TV on the old on the old internet watching the uh, watching the game. It was it was great to enjoy players on the ball, um, and I came away with optimism and. Um, isn't Kane good at finishing? I was just like, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> he scored a free kick. How many times have we yeah. said, all four of us on this show, yeah. about who should be taking the free kicks? And when, when Son <laughs> stepped over it as well, I thought, Son's going to have this. And then Harry Kane hit it and he scored. Yeah, like, optimism, like I said. Optimism for next season. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> D- Darren, how are you feeling about um, the result and the performance today? It was great. Sat there at midday. It's like watching a World Cup game. They were all running around yeah. sweating, you know, at night. It was like, wow. I thought, am I allowed to have a beer? What's the rules here? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it was great. I mean, it was great. I mean, your your um, uh, videos, your coverage, and also reading in the press, you know, they have been working ridiculously hard. What was that stat? How how they, they did they trained for two hours, and then they made them do 42 lengths of the pitch to the point where mm-hmm. they were – you you said like like couldn't get up like absolutely yeah. doubled over and they were being told to get up and carry on and do more. I mean, I don't know. Is it a worry? Will they be all be knackered? Because it seems to me like they haven't had much of a a rest, especially like Kane and, and people like that. Are they are they will be, will they be fresh as a daisy come August? I oh, mean, oh, and that's proper training, mate. Normally, yeah. football is a pussy. Yeah, I want to get him. That's proper training. They need to get right. some stuff done. I tell you, Conte is a proper coach. It's, um, do, it, do you was know, it was unbelievable I, today. I right. said this the other night. I, I really do think that those players did not expect that training session because it was in front of the fans. They had already trained in the morning. Um, although um, there's an eight-hour difference here, um, they trained in the evening in front of uh, fans. And um, my friend Jason said to me, how long will this training session last? I said, it's normally about an hour, hour and a half max. It would be, um, you know, a really light training session. Um, you know, they'd do a little bit of jogging around, do a little bit of ball work, finish with a little game, and that'll be it. And then when they started running, I looked at him, he looked to me, and then, you know, it was like 10 laps or, or 10 lengths. And then it went to about 20 lengths. And I'm thinking, wow. And then Hunmin Son dropped to the floor. Um, and then the fitness coach um, said, you know, what are you doing? Get up. 
go again. And it was like military training. It was like again, again, again. And uh, personally, I love to watch that because, you know, these players are being pushed to the limit and pushed extremely hard. And I, and I really enjoyed watching that. But, you know, a number of players fell out. And uh, Damson Sanchez, I must say, um, Pape Matasar, Brian Hill, they were the three front runners. They were the fastest. Brian Hill um, was probably the best, in my opinion, because he just did not stop. He hit that line, turned and went again. And some of the players really struggled. And, and when I saw Hunmin Son and Harry Kane drop to the floor, um, that was a real eye-opener. Eye um, mm. But Antonio Conte, without doubt, um, I think he enjoyed that training session and uh, they planned that to happen. And, and, and for that to happen in front of the fans as well, I think that says a lot. Yeah, it was definitely, that was definitely about emptying the tank. That was definitely yeah. about emptying the tank. For, and and to, show, to show to the players... That he is not messing around with his winter training, and uh, yeah. it's about full commitment. If you're, if you don't buy in, your ship's out, literally. It's but so you, you can see as well when Richarlison was coming off the pitch, you could see in his face to think, "Wow, I've never had a training session like that." Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a culture shock to a lot of them. But do you know what I think is really important about this? <clears throat> yes, I think Conte's, you know, kind of expression, expressing his kind of leadership. And, and what he wants from us. But what I think, because there's been a little bit of criticism. I've, I've heard kind of Stevie Nicol, who's on ESPN, he's kind of criticised Conte kind of being like, he's running them ragged, there's no need to do that. And concerns as well about fitness and if they're going to pull up with injuries and stuff like that. But you know what? What I thought of when I saw this, firstly, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Firstly, I'm a fan of it, yeah? It's a long season ahead. Not only do we have four competitions, but we've got World Cup to deal with as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> so these players, these players have to be prepared for the long term and stamina has to be way up there. Do you know what I mean? For them to be able to go to the ends of the earth and recover quickly and go again. Do you know what I mean? So these things are really important. But what I think is the biggest thing about those 42 laps is what it does, a bit like, like you said, Chris, about the military, a bit like SAS on Channel 4. Yeah. And, and I would love to know what Rich thinks about this as an athlete as well. But what I think he's done there is he has stripped everybody to wood, right? And he's got everybody on the same level, regardless of your price tag, regardless of your status, regardless of your ego. That Those 42 runs, that strips you down to the bone. And it means we're all on the same playing field. We're all on the same level. And we're all going for the right things. And what this is doing is it's breaking down preconceptions is breaking down the question of why. A lot of players in other teams, they might be doing those 42 laps going, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And Conte's like, forget the why and do what's being asked, which is a major lesson for everybody in that squad, especially with price tags and egos and status and stuff like that. So for him to strip everybody down to wood, get everybody on the same level, get everybody doing the same things and, and wringing their guts out, what it does, it prepares you as like the SES or the military, it prepares you for war. It prepares you to go in as a team. He's turning them into Spartans to go out there and challenge on all fronts uh, for, for a very long season. So I think it's like seriously important that he done that and he got everybody on the same level going, look, this is what we're about to do. We're going to go to war and we're going to go to war on four fronts and I need everybody on board. If you're not on board, cool. If you don't want to fight, cool. But... Everybody that does fight, you're in my plans. You're, 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 you're in the process. You're, you're the one that's going to take us to the next level. And I think it's really important that he done that. 
Rich, as Ricky said, really interested to get your um, view on the, the training session and being pushed that hard. As a professional athlete uh, as you are, um, have you ever been pushed by a trainer that hard and, and, and you've oh, yeah. actually thought, this is too much? Yeah, I've been sick on the track loads, yeah. It's not nice. Um, but it's it's also understanding the why. Uh, so it's educating the, the athletes. Uh, so taking the footballers out of, like Ricky said, it's not about kind of, um, figures within the team, whether you're captain, whether you're an experienced player, uh, whether you're a first team player, whether you're on the bench, it's about kind of everybody going to the line and giving everything and showing the, the manager what you've actually got and then working to try and push that even further going on into, into the season. Um, as, a, as a professional athlete, there's also there's something about integrity of who you are and what you, and what you can actually give for the shirt and that's what obviously Conte is looking for. He's looking for to right the wrongs of the last season, which were in some cases letting a lot of goals in towards those last ten minutes. So, like you say, stamina, resilience, determination, one team, all those kind of things, bringing them together, breaking the players, and then building them up. Um, and I think it's really important that you that it's not just about the first two or three that were obviously showing that kind of. Uh, determination that were the front runners, but it's also looking at the the ones that have, are going to make that big kind of adjustment to the sessions and see how they push on as well. I, I, it's a great session. Um, I, I, I sometimes think that, that footballers are very soft with those kind of sessions anyway, because you'd expect footballers to run, run and run, where some don't do a lot of running and can't actually run properly. But it was actually nice to see some technical work with the running as well within the within the Spurs session. So I did actually take, uh, I, I did roll my eyes over that session and, and actually see that there was a lot of technical work going on as well as obviously uh, people spewing up at the end of the uh, session. It wasn't only that. Um, in the training session, Antonio Conte, um, he just does not miss a trick. He is watching everything. He, he was in the centre of the pitch um, telling every single player what he expects and what he wants to, uh, them to do. And when he saw something that he didn't like, he stopped everything. You know, and this is in front. This is in front of the fans as well. Stopped everything. Matt Doherty, I noticed a couple of times, got a, a bit of a talking to. Pierre Mihoibia had a long talking to as well from Conte. Um, I absolutely loved what I saw because that's the first time, obviously, that I've seen Antonio Conte um, in a in a training session. Darren, um, we always joke and call him the conductor and the magician. You're even calling uh, calling out magicians now on your radio show because of this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's amazing to see, isn't it? And yeah, I, I, I've got to agree with what the guys have said. Um, the closest I've got to it, I did. Um, have you heard of Insanity, uh, the DVD where you, it's, it's a fitness thing? And there, I've, I've never thrown up, but I was, I've been close to a few times. And I've got to admit, after after a month or two on that, you do actually feel like Superman. You know, when you're on the floor trying to do squats and to the point where you're you're trying not to be sick. So I, I, I take your point. It's, I mean, come, hopefully come August, you know, they will be super men. And, uh, and like you say, you know, whether it's 90 minutes or 95 or 96, if we've got the stamina, you know, Fergie time goals, you know, who, who knows that, what that, that, that the, the fine margins and the percentages can make next season. So completely agree. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like you say, you know, absolutely loving it. I mean, um, there's someone said uh, on Twitter, I've forgotten who wrote it, if you could give an, a contract extension to any one of our players, who would it be? And my first thought was Conte. 
you know, just yeah. keep him for as long as possible. And uh, very, very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, it just, it bodes so well, doesn't it? It bodes so well. And it's good that you're there to give us a first-hand report, you know, as far as, you know, not reading reports in the papers and you're there to give, give your honest appraisal of what you're seeing with your own eyes, which is great. Well, as I said, it, it, it was nice to see the likes of Pape Matasar and Davinson Sanchez and Brian Hill. Um, you know, if, if, if people were, were to guess who were the fittest and the fastest players, I don't think anyone would have come up with those three names. Mm. So, interesting. But, um, Ricky, let's come to you. Um, Antonio Conte, after today's game, has said, um, I've seen good positive things. There is room for improvement. We have to try and work. Hunmin Son went on to say an amazing performance and amazing supporters. Um, would you describe today's game as amazing? Because, uh, of course, we conceded three goals. Is it is it not really important about that? Is it all about fitness today? <clears throat> Pre-season is all about fitness. The results don't matter. The result, the, the result today is sweeter because we won and we got a couple of lovely goals in there. <clears throat> but what I read from what Conte said after the game, he just wanted the boys to go out there and enjoy it and to play with a bit of freedom. I think we saw that, the fact that Conte stayed in his, in his dugout and in his seat from the majority of the game. Do you know what I mean? He asked for no intensity, and especially after those 42 laps in that two-hour training session. The one thing that I did see was a lot of them sweating real, real hard. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Sonny was on for 10 minutes, sweating, sweating, sweating. Uh, Richarlison, yeah. at the end of the first half, he looked, he looked tired as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, so there's a couple of, a couple of them. That, that are feeling the effects of these brutal training sessions. So there's not much that we can ask of them apart from to go out there, enjoy it, and to get this fitness and get these patterns of play up and, and raise their level. But you, you saw how they responded, the boys responded to those 64,000 South Korean fans, do you know what I mean, that were there, full stadium, cheering them on. So, so you saw, I, I saw more effort from the boys, like more than they was asked to put in. There was a lot more effort. You, I always knew that Sonny, once Sonny came on, and I loved the way that he brought Sonny on, by the way. I love yeah. that everybody got changed at halftime and then he gave Sonny a little kind of moment to get that ovation from the fans. But you see his pride. You see his dedication. You, 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 you see so much has happening from this whole team. Even Harry. Harry, sharp as, sharp as a tack today. And you saw them kind of putting it in and, and trying to impress the boss. And even though they were told to play with freedom, they were still being intense and they, and they were still being pushed. And I think the, 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 the South Korean team, they, they went at it. They gave us a game. They, they wanted to show uh, the world, whoever's watching, especially Tottenham fans, but that they are up to facing a Premier League side, you know? So I think it was a great game. I think it was an amazing game. It was, it was good to see the young ones uh, play. Uh, and to to get some minutes on the field, and it was just great to see the boys in the shirt and and and, and gearing up for this season. Um, there's so many positives. I'm sure we'll jump into them. There's so many positives that came from today. Little niggles here and there, but as we say, it's pre-season. It's a friendly. Do you know what I mean? But the boys went out there for everybody that was waiting to see them at home, and everybody that was in that stadium. They went and put on a show. They went and gave some effort. You know, let's not even talk about Dyer and Dyer's goal. I know we're going to get there. I know we're going <laughs> to get there. But we, we, we saw some effort from every single one of those boys today. And, and that's all we can ask. You know what I mean? It's just exciting times. Exciting times. 
It is. It is indeed. Well, of course, Eric Dyer did score a screamer. Hunmin Song grabbed a brace. Harry Kane uh, also scored a brace. And of course, it was an own goal. Um, we started with the following team. Austin in goal, the back three of Romero, Dyer and Sanchez. Uh, the wing backs, Royale and Sessegnon in midfield, Benton, Kurt and Skip. The front three, Lucas Moura, Richarlison and Brian Hill. Um, Rich, are you uh, any surprises there for you? I know Antonio Conte brought on 11 subs and he used 22 players today. Um, but is that the team that you expected to line up against yeah. Team K? Well, I think there was obviously going to give everybody um, uh, a run anyway. And uh, maybe in his mind, he's, he's starting to think about Obviously, maybe some partnerships there. So, Benzaka and Skip uh, in the centre of the park. Um, how well did Skippy play today? Like, awesome. Um, great to see him back. Um, yeah, that was one of the things I was actually looking forward to when I saw the uh, the lineup. to be honest. Um, some, some time on the pitch after being out since January. So, um, yeah, for me, it was, it, it's all about uh, giving people that confidence um, through the off-season um, to back up the training. And I think Conte is going to start to kind of mould the team to to something that we're used to towards the towards the end of obviously um, the preseason games. I think it'd be nice to see uh, Richarlison um, getting one uh, for the team at some point. Um, it's always I think it's always important in preseason your your attacking threat to get some confidence uh, going into the season. But um, apart from that, yeah, some some uh, underlying things like Ricky was saying, um, like Sanchez needs to stay on his feet a little bit. Um, but apart from that, I was actually really pleased with uh, one the lineup and actually how we play today. Mm. Darren, let's come to you. Um, just wanted to ask you the question of what you thought of Team K League because they had a 24 man squad consisting of two players from each of the 12 K League teams. I thought that they gave Tottenham a good game tonight. Yeah, I mean they were attacking. You know, there was there was no sitting back, which I suppose you know for a sort of friendly and exhibition match, that's what you want, you know, it was uh, it was entertaining, you know, if they just sort of shut up shop or something like that, then you think, well, what's the bloody point? But um, I thought they were good, entertaining, I mean, they weren't, you know, um, what are you smiling at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just happy, Darren, just happy. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought they were entertaining, you know, forward forward thinking, I mean, they didn't pose much of a threat, but um, yeah, they were, they, they were all right, it was, it was good. I was, I was just more impressed with how how we were playing, how right off the bat, you know, our, our will was to get forward. And whether that was um, because it was an exhibition match or because um, that was the actual tactics that Conte said, and this is something that we're going to take forward as we progress uh, through our friendlies and into the season, I don't know. But I just liked our style of play. Um, you know, we could have played it KG, but everyone seemed to want to just get that ball forward. There were no Harry Winks in the team. Uh, which I which I really liked. Um, collective Harry Winks. Um, <laughs> I really liked. Uh, I really liked um, Brian Hill. I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad that we've got him from Sevilla again, and I I'm glad that he's in um, he's in Conte's plans and he's given him a, a chance. I'm I'm excited about him. Obviously, um, uh, Skip getting back. Um, I thought Sessegnon was all right going forward. He got caught out a couple of times. Um, is it me or is he bulked up again? Look, looks quite big, Sessignon. Um, yeah, he's been he's been on a preseason, a pre preseason as well. So he's right. he's trying to bulk himself up and 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 strengthen those muscles. I just I just liked I liked our mentality today. And if that is the that is if that is the modus operandi going forward, then 
that that's great. You know, we're we're used to sort of sitting back and counterattacking and all that. But you know, if if we remember that we're Tottenham Hotspur, and especially with all these signings, and please God, touch wood, you know, if we get a couple more. There's no reason that we can't just come at teams from... That was the thing that frustrated me for a lot of the matches. That, um, you know, and I'm not talking about a gung-ho sort of carefree attitude where you just smack hoof balls forward and play, you know, um, uh, attacking and getting caught out. But it was just this... Too many times we sat back for 15, 20, 25 minutes and I, d- I don't really want to see that for next season. If we can play with the attitude we played today, I think it's, it's a really good, positive, forward-thinking... Uh, mentality to take take into next season. Um, the first chance that Spurs had was after seven minutes. Lucas Moura's shot from range went wide. Ricky, what 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 do you make of uh, Lucas Moura's performance today? Because I tell you what, at the training session the other um, the other night, um, I would say he's probably um, the second most popular player uh, amongst the South Korean fans behind Hun Min Son. I, do you know what? I, I, I love Lucas. And I think what he done today, and again, it's pre-season, but what he done today was show us why he can be an important cog in this team. The fact that when we was a bit in trouble in the first 10 minutes, he would pick the ball up and just break lines. He would just run through the team, put them on the back foot, <clears throat> and then things started to open up. <clears throat> I love that... Um, and especially during that first half, every time that we was in trouble... Uh, Lucas came deep to try and pick it up and to make something happen. And he's mazy runs, he's dribbles, he's speed, he's trickery. I, I, I think that can be an important cog. And I, what I really love about today is that Conte experimented a little bit with Lucas and put him at right wing back in the, in the second half, which could be a really dangerous position for, some, for a player like Lucas. Do you know what I mean? And for us going forward, it could be a really dangerous position that could confuse a lot of opposition defenders. So um, I love Lucas to bits. He always gives everything. Um, I, I think this season, I, I think he's really serious about putting in performances that are going to impress Conte, that are going to kind of contribute to wins and progression this year. And um, yeah, I was really pleased to see him out on that field and, and loving life as he normally does. Do you know, I'm just waiting for the... Uh, the little video where he's like, guys, 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 and then I'll be happy. Then that'll be me. <laughs> Rich, let's come to you. Um, after 10 minutes, Eric Dyer headed out um, shouting um, at the Spurs defence and showing real leadership qualities, in my opinion. And even in the training session again the other evening, um, he looked like one of the real leaders on the pitch. I was very impressed with Eric Dyer, um, you know, the at the end of last season. Um, do you think he could make the England squad at the end of the year? Yeah, for sure. You look at um, the other English centre-backs that are in the league, how many of those are in front of him? Uh, not many, uh, for sure. Not with the, the kind of qualities that, that Eric's clearly had in his locker. Um, I think he was a little bit suppressed um, um, with his, um, his, his versatility uh, last season at the start of the year. And then all of a sudden, uh, Conte's brought it out of him that Yes, he's going to play in that centre-back position, not as a, a midfielder. Uh, yes, on the ball, uh, he can express himself. He can move forwards with that ball. He can spray, that, spray obviously, those diagonals. Um, for me, I, I think he's, he's somebody, again, that's, that really needs a good kind of run in an England team to show his worth. Um, the kind of 
Ledley King kind of uh, scenario where when he gets in the in the team, you can actually really see his quality. Um, obviously, great strike today. I know Ricky wants to talk about that later. Uh, but just, just generally, the chat, the generally organisation, I think there's still some some question marks around, obviously, our defence, but not with Eric and not with Romero. Um, the wing-back positions are something that I think Conte really needs to get into his head. Is he gonna is he gonna stick with Emerson Royale? <clears throat> What's Doherty's role gonna be? Yeah. Um, but Eric Dyer's got a massive, I think, a massive role in the in the in the team next year. Um Hugo can't do it all, um, obviously as as the captain. And um I think Eric's got a really loud voice. Even in when you watch some of the, the videos, some of the Spurs videos, you can tell Eric's mannerisms are very team wise. Apart from when he takes a piss out of Doherty for his uh, goatee, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's it's like it's really really refreshing to see. Yeah. But I know it's only a friend. I know it's only a friendly as well, Rich. But he did also name Eric Dyer as captain tonight. Mm. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. and that's important as well, isn't it? It's important that he he takes that role forward into if if Hugo's not going to play, then I, th- I I think he's he's going to be the captain. I think he's he's also. He's a born leader. You can tell. He, if if the going gets tough, he's going to be one of those that's going to stand up and be counted. Darren, let's come to you. I want to talk about um, Antonio Conte again. I love talking about this guy. Um, now, in the 12th minute, um, the camera actually went on Antonio Conte and the crowd went absolutely wild. They go wild for um, Hunmin Son, Lucas Mora, um, a couple of other players. But Antonio Conte, the South Korean fans absolutely adore and love Antonio Conte. And they cheered so much. It made Antonio Conte look up as if to say, what's happened? What have I missed? And then he realised that, 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 that the cheer was for him sat on the bench. It was incre- It was an incredible moment. Did they actually show that on Spurs play? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. They, um, I had a weird stream. It started off with a sort of CBS, like for about 15 minutes. Then it cut into the Spurs play. So I had, it was a bit bizarre for me. But yeah, they did do that. He was in the dugout and he looked up and he sort of gave everyone a wave. Uh, yeah, I mean, great. He's, I just, just, you know, you want him to stay. You just, you, you want him to stay. And I think from... I'm, I'm getting a real vibe, and I'm, I'm, I should imagine that all Spurs fans are, that this is a real shit or bust for us. It's like, like you've said, the money's been there, 150 mil uh, from Enoch, um, you know, all the signings, early doors, which we're not used to seeing. We're used to seeing, you know, Harry, you know, with his arm out of his window at fucking 10.59. <laughs> you know. Darren, but, we've got 50, 50 days left of the transfer window. 50. So, um, but in answer to your question, yeah, I mean, why, why not? You know, he is, you know, he's our magician. I don't know if any, anyone's ever said this, Chris. He's our magician. He's our conductor, and uh, we love him. And 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 look at all of our faces. We're all we're all smiling. And this is, is down to Antonio Conte. It really is. And and also, um, I know we'll talk about the match, but while we're just sort of free flowing. Um, uh, the news a few days ago that we've signed a set-piece specialist coach to do work on nothing other than free kicks, penalties and set-pieces. I think that's brilliant because that is an area where we've we've had the opportunity to score, you know, not free goals, but, you know, an easy goal from a, from a set-piece, a free kick. And, 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 and we just haven't had that. We, we've had no one in our locker. We've discussed it till the cows come over you, Chris. And I just think that's a really clever smart thing and like you've said you know 
loads of times on this channel. It's the attention to detail. It's the fine margins. You know, yeah. what, where, where are we lacking goals? Free kicks. What does he do? He gets us. There was some stat. This this guy has got something like fifteen hundred variations of free kicks and and you know and set pieces. And you get fuck me, really? We'll have some yeah. of that. <laughs> well, we'll have one of each. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's great. Um, yeah, of course, he's always improving things on the pitch and off the pitch. Um, Ricky, let's come to you in the 14th minute. Um, great work from Richarlison. Um, took it past the goalkeeper, and then Emerson Royale, all he had to do was pass it in the net. How on earth did he miss? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think half of him didn't expect it to drop to his feet. Uh, but, um, oh, man, what, what, what beautiful dinky feet from Richarlison to get into that position. Yeah. Now, again, this guy has come from Everton. He's been training with Benitez and Lampard. And who knows what level that training is. But it's nowhere near Conte level. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to take him a minute to get up to speed of what Conte wants, how he wants him to play. Um, and also, like, there was a stat that I saw a little while ago about Richarlison about, like, I think it was his sprints. He's got, like, low numbers for sprints. But the one thing that Conte does, if he does nothing else, is gets those things up, as proved by last season, us being at the bottom of the running stats. And as soon as Conte turned up, he was at the top of the running stats. So, for me, it's like Richarlison is a really exciting player. And um, I think Conte's got big plans for him. But it's mm. going to take him a minute to kind of get into the Conte vibe and to not only get up to the fitness levels that Conte wants, but also get up to the kind of the way in which we want to play. The idea of the way we want to play, as Conte says many and many a time. But for Emerson Royale, man, I'm so kind of, I'm, I'm upset for him. I would have loved him to score that because it would have been great for him to give him a little push on. But, you know, like, it, it's just the beginning of preseason. It's just the beginning. So... Give him a little time. Give him a little time. He might have been breathing out of his backside by the time he got there, Chris. And do you know what? Like, those 42 lengths the other day, that might have just caught up to him when it when he went for the shot and it slipped. Do you know what I mean? Mate, so, don't give him an excuse, man. Don't listen, an excuse. I, I know, I know. But, yeah, but, but also, you know what? On the back of what Darren was saying there about the new free kick uh, coach that's coming in, it, it's, it's just under 5,000 permutations, Darren, oh, that right. he's got really? that, that he's got in his locker. And it's not just offensively, it's defensively. Because how many times did we get done by a free kick or uh, or a set play or a corner or something like that? So it's it's offensively and defensively that we're gonna work on that small detail, which is a massive sign in. I think it could it could give us ten goals by himself and he could prevent ten goals by himself. So you know, going forward, there is loads and loads and loads of positives. We are we're going all out this year. We are going all out this year. By the way, sorry to interrupt. I just saw a funny thing in the comments. Someone said uh, Ricky didn't get the memo and he's out in Hong Kong. <laughs> well, someone said, "Is he in? Is he in North Korea rather than South Korea?" <laughs> Ricky. But by the way, we're very close now to seventy-five thousand. I think your video is coming. Yeah, when it hits 75, let me know. All right, up until yes, that, it, and it's and it's got to get 75 before the season starts. All right, and then well, the story's coming. We do need to get to 75,000 as soon as possible. So if you don't subscribe to this channel as yet, please do hit that subscribe button, and hopefully Ricky can record it tonight. Um, now, <laughs> Rich, Rich, let's come to you. Um, let's talk a little bit about Rashardson because um, 
I thought it was a great move from him, uh, going past the goalkeeper, setting up uh, Emerson Royale. Of course, he missed. But Antonio Conte, after the game, said, I'm impressed with his attitude, will and desire. He showed great spirit, a good performance. Antonio Conte is clearly happy with Richarlison. Um, yes. Good signing for you? Yeah, I, th- I think, obviously, um, Conte's working mentally with Richarlison by saying that as well. Um, in the past, you look at his mentality at, um, at Everton. He's like drifted in, drifted out, out of games or not. Maybe uh, not had the best of game because uh, mentally things have got on top of him. So I think uh, Conte is working on that side, like Ricky was saying, around kind of really working on his stamina, kind of getting those runs up, giving giving him the confidence that he can kind of last at the pace that uh, Conte wants. Um, I think he would, did look a little bit rusty on his first touch, uh, but he held the ball up well. When the ball was going long to him, he was very strong on the ball. And there was a couple of decisions that didn't go his way that in the Premier League definitely would. And we will win lots of free kicks with Richardson in in the game. Uh, and then obviously, like you say, the free kick specialist and the work that he does with the players that we've got will be key. Um Richarlison, I think he's, he's going to be a great signing. Conte's obviously seen something in Richarlison that has kind of pushed Levy. Uh, £60 million for a player like him. Um, I think he, he's a great signing for Spurs and something that we need, especially with five substitutes as well next year. I think he's, he's maybe going to be one that either comes up on uh, from the bench or is a starter that we obviously try and kind of utilise that resource. Also, you know what, with Richarlison, sorry, Chris, with Richarlison, what, what, what is really, I think, is a really important thing for him to see today was when Harry and Sonny came on and Boom. the goals that they scored and the way that they scored them and the way that they yeah. played. He's going to look at that and regardless of ego or price tag or anything like that, he's going to look and go, wow, I've got levels. I've got levels to yeah. reach if I want to be in this team, which I think is only exciting for us. Mm. And that 60 million, uh, I'll tie a minute with the 60 million. We're going to get 20 back for Delhi, yeah, at some point, shape or form, or we're going to knock it off the Richarlison money, yeah? So that takes it down to 40. And what really impresses me about Tottenham and paying that 60 million, is it overpriced? Yeah, probably. But... Richarlison is the man that Conte wanted and he's got plans and a vision for Richarlison. So instead of bulking at that 60 million price, which Tottenham may have done in the past and we might have gone for a cheaper alternative, they've gone, you know what, fine. You know what, cool. Conte wants him. Here's the 60. Let's have Richarlison. And I love that. I love that. Many and many a time, year after year after year, how many times have we missed out on a player because of 5 million? Or because of yep. two million, or because of ten yep. million, and and this year they've gone. You know what? He wants him. All right, fine. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. So I I, I think that yes, it's expensive and it's, it sounds like a lot of money, but you know what? They've worked it out in a way in which firstly it's going to be staggered payments, but we're going to get money back as well. And they've backed the manager, which every single fan has asked for for Levy and the ball to do. For a, a long, long, long ass time. So it, it, it's a statement of intent for me. Yeah, for sure. You sound excited, Rick. I'm super excited, bruv. <laughs> Darren, let's come to you. Um, what did you make of the fullbacks today? Because, of course, we know in Antonio Conte's system, particularly um, you know after last season, the fullbacks are very, very important to him. Um, what do you think of uh, the likes of Sessignon and Emerson today? Um. Right, Are you seeing improvements? 
Um, Cessignon, yes. I mean, you know, listen, it's the first. I can't start tearing the arse out of them, you know, when we played one pre-season. But, I mean, uh, Emerson Royal, you know, you, you want everyone to do good. Anyone in a Spurs shirt, you sort of, you know, you really, you, you can't wish them ill because they play for Spurs. So you want players to to do well and play for us and represent our team. But at the moment, I'm, I'm still in, the, as far as Emerson Royal, I'm still, the jury's out very much. I mean, you and I went to uh, Chelsea on a cold February night or whatever that was to see the first game in the uh, Rumbelows Cup or whatever it was. And he was right there, you know, down in front of us. And, uh, uh, you know, he got his ass handed to him there. And, and, and I, 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 I want him to improve. I'm not sure... I'm not sure how much he's improved. I'm not sure how much he's improved. Cessignon, yes. I think, you know, there's he's young. He's, he's got a lot to learn. I don't know. I, I think... I think it's that, just some of the behaviours, isn't it, Darren? It's just some of the behaviours that continually come into his game. And I think that's frustrating. Yeah, I just... I don't... I don't know what he's got to do to stop, to stop sort of getting found out. You know, he's got to be stronger. He's got to go into challenges he's got to go past players and you need that in a fullback you can't have someone losing the ball and not being able to cross and and get it forward so for me as far as royal the, the jury's out i'm afraid hopefully you know i'll be proved wrong and you know who, who knows what may happen maybe he'll, he'll have a, a, a second uh resurgence or something you, you don't know um the, the jury's out with him i'm afraid Cessignon, um yeah you know promising uh, Ricky heading out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, wow. I've got to be honest. I was a fan of Reggion. I, I was a fan of Reggion. I, 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 you know, I, I had nothing against him. I thought he was a great player, and to not be included is a little bit of a mystery to me. I thought. Well, let's talk. Let, let's let's talk about that, Darren, because of course, four players: Harry Winks, Sergio Reggion, uh, Lascelles, and Dombele. Were you surprised? by that decision from Conte, because I was actually quite pleased that Antonio Conte has made that statement. And when I went to that training session the other day, I thought perhaps there is a real reason why they didn't go. Perhaps that they those players have been training at Hotspur Way uh, that week leading up to the South Korea tour. And, you know, some of them can't do the running. You know, Undombele, for instance, I can't, I could, I could not imagine Undombele doing that running like that, that squad did the other night. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you were saying, you know, it, it's a question of maybe, I don't know whether it's application or attitude, and we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But from what I've seen of Reguilón, he's great. He's He's got a bit of, um, uh, do I say my, yes, I think I do. I'll trot it out now. He's got a bit of shithousery about him, which I like. He's not afraid <laughs> to get stuck in. You know, he's always gets, he, he's good at getting forward and beating men. You know, his, his crossing's okay. I, I, I thought he was a, a player with promise to be honest and um to be sort of cast aside is, is a bit of a mystery i don't know what um uh rich and, and ricky think but i mean for me that that that's the uh that's the mystery for me what do you what do you guys think about about him yeah, yeah better option than um than Sessa, really i think i've always been uh, i think reggie on obviously maybe there's some history there about that he actually wants to move on maybe uh, and attitude is not really there I think when we're looking to obviously sign Ericsson uh, Conte didn't really see the commitment from him and maybe he looks at the other players and goes actually how committed are you to the cause how committed are you to the the shirt 
and because you're not fully committed, let's move you on. I think Reggion for me um, was the best option mm. in that position. Um, like the speed with with obviously purpose. Um, he still needed mm. to have a little bit of um, work on that that kind of finishing. He had a couple of opportunities last last season that he just didn't connect with and didn't score. Uh, but I think his crossing was far better than Sessegnon's, to be honest. Mm. Well, we haven't yeah. seen yeah. Perisic yet, have we? He's yeah, exactly. a new, a new right. today. World class. We, we, yeah. we, we, we haven't, but you know what? With, with Sess, I think that he was just too easy to read. And I think he's been a bit easy to read because he plays within himself. And maybe that's a psychological thing about his hamstrings or like him pulling something. I'm not sure, but... Uh, t- t- today, I felt that Royal, and not that he'd done tremendous and he knocked us all out of the park, but again, it's the first game of preseason, but he was more solid for me than Sess was. Um, it's it's tough because the wingbacks are the most important position now in, in our squad. We haven't seen Perisic, yes, and, and also Perisic has come in as a bit of a mentor as well, um, so he's going to help take Sess you know, forward, hopefully. Um, but uh, the, the the right side for me is it is a bit of a problem that we have to sort out. If we do bring in Spence, finally, after all this crazy time, um, we had to have a saga. It is Tottenham. So even though we did get five signings in, we needed one saga. So Spence is the saga. Um, but even if he comes in, it, he needed, uh, for me, he, he needed to be one of the first ones in because it, He's going to benefit the most from a long Conte preseason. He's he's got a massive step up to the uh, Premier League. He's got much more responsibility because there's Champions League games as well. Uh, it's a new system. It's a new manager. There's new requirements. There's new fitness uh, fitness requirements. There's a ton of things that that a, a young one like Spence coming into the side has got to do right. So I I, I, I the thing is with the right side I, why I'm bringing this up is because none of us Tottenham fans are fully convinced with Doherty or fully convinced with Emerson. I don't want to call Doherty out every time, but he had two years of doing absolutely nothing. And he played at left left wing back or left back as well and was terrifying, terrifying, diabolically horrific. I don't know what other terrible words I can come out with, but he was terrible. Uh, Doherty. Um, the, but but the it's, thing it's is, though, the same really. on the other side. It's the same on the other side with Emerson Royal. The other side of the Tottenham fan base do do not trust Emerson Royal. So we really need to work out what's happening on that right wing back side. Sorry, Chris, go for it. Now, the, the thing I was going to say is, uh, even if we sign Jeff Spence, who um, I'm a big fan of, I think he's a great player, but he is inexperienced. He hasn't played in the mm. Premier League before. He hasn't played in the Champions League before. Um, so... Out of those three fullbacks, if we had Jed Spence, Matt Doherty, and Emerson Royale, who do you feel more comfortable with? Lucas Mora. <laughs> there you go. No, well, no, I don't know. The, the thing is, is that you're absolutely right. Okay, and this is what I'm saying: is that Spence, we, we, Spence is an unknown quantity in the Premier League and in the Champions League, and, and playing for Tottenham with a Tottenham cockerel on his chest. We we don't know what we're going to get from him. So I think I don't know whether we. we if after preseason Conte is unconvinced with Royale or Doherty being the number one at right wing back, I have no doubt that they will go back into the market and get another player in yeah. there to kind of go alongside with Spence, and then we, you know, we we get rid of two and we bring two in. Maybe maybe that's the solution. But I trust Conte, I trust Paratici, yeah. I trust the plan, I trust the direction, and I trust that they will get it right in the end. 
Yeah, personally, uh, for me, I'm, I'm not worried about a thing uh, to do with the transfer window because if Antonio Conte sees a, a weak area, I think he will go out in the market and get it. And as I said earlier, 50 days left of the market, uh, which is a great position to be in um, because he can go through pre-season, go through his four games. I know in an ideal world, he would have ha- you know, he would have liked him on the plane for this tour. Um, but you know, 50 days left, he can improve in, in other areas. Um, Rich, let's come to you. In the 21st minute, Davinson Sanchez forced a good save from the goalkeeper. A couple of minutes later, Emerson Royale cross, session you're missed. Um, Ricky, I'll come back to you. You can talk about the goal as well. But <laughs> what a goal in the 30th minute from Eric Dyer. Um, you know, you would expect this from a striker. That was an unbelievable goal. He had a bit of time on the ball as well, didn't he? He had a bit of time. Yeah. And I think I've seen a couple of uh, videos from um, the uh, the crowd and they're going, shoot, shoot. Yes. <laughs> so it's great to actually, actually see the... Um, the crowd actually getting really into the kind of into the mm. game as well, and I think Eric's got always had that though, hasn't he? He's always always had that in his locker, and I think when you talk to the when you talk to the rest of the boys, he's always always had that kind of the strength to be able to do that. Um, but again, confidence. You're thinking about his his yeah. confidence knocked for the last couple of seasons, then to get yeah. the captaincy, then to score as a captain on his yeah. on his weaker foot, on his weaker foot. Yeah. You're going to come in, Darren? No, on, on his, sorry, on his weaker foot, I said. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, this is it. It's, it's, it's the magician again. He's it, working everyone on both feet now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what's great about Dyer is that, yes, he's had his criticisms over the years, right? But the first thing that he'd done when he came in as a youngster is I, I saw an interview of his that, you know, we the Spurs, he's, Taggers was going around left, right, and center, and there, there was a, there was all these uh, articles coming out and reports coming out how Spurs have got a soft underbelly, uh, underbelly, and he came out like with fierce intention to be like, I don't like that, and we're going to change that real quick. And I was like, Oh, there is a bit of a leader in there, and for all of these knockbacks, yeah, in midfield and in uh, center back, his mentality has shone through. And I think this is the thing that has attracted to his, attracted him to every single manager that has come to Tottenham, is that his mentality to push through and to work on his game. The fact that he has played in midfield and is now playing centre of a back three means yeah. that he, does, he he's almost like a double player right now. He can almost, you know, play centre back and he, he's used to that now and he's, he's getting the things that he has to do at centre back right. But now he can push forward. And kind of, and he doesn't feel lost or scared because he's he's played in midfield and he can dribble and he can shoot and he can score a free kick. Do you know what I mean? That all is in him. But you're absolutely right, Chris, when you say that the magician has given him the confidence to to put all of these elements of of, of of him, all of the good, great elements of him as a player together and mould this new Eric Dyer that we're seeing uh, with the captain's armband on, with with the big chest, you know, with him leading. Like you said, he's been leading in, in, in pre-season and in training. And, you know, he's even cracking jokes on the plane. And I just love to see it right now. It's a totally different Eric Dyer than we've ever seen. And I think that all the problems before, and maybe this is a metaphor for life. Do you know what I mean? There is no struggle. There is no pro- progress without struggle. And he's had a lot of struggle. Do you know what I mean? And right now he's using it. Instead of being weighed down by it, he's using all of that struggle and everything that he's learned and all the mistakes from the past to make him a real, real great, good, fantastic player for Tottenham, which is, again, 
super exciting and he's down to the conductor i think he also also looks like a, a different animal as a person as well and i'm not sure if he's he's like purposely distanced himself from that relationship that he had before with like delhi which is more like playful which is more kind of yeah let's have a laugh and like nothing really matters where now it's more kind of serious when, when he's talking it's the intent i think it's very much we're going to do this and this is how we're going to do it and you can tell that even though he might still have a laugh with some of the, his, his fellow players, but there's always that, that, that seriousness to him to say, look, look, we are in this as, as a team. We, we're, we're actually progressing. You can see that from what he's saying. And he really means what he says, where before it was more like jokey kind of laddie kind of, and there was no real intent there. But you can see as well on that Amazon documentary, do you remember when Dyer and Delhi had it out of each other in the dressing room? Mm-hmm. And I think you could see that he, he got oh, kind of annoyed with, with, the, with, with that type of attitude and with that type of reaction. And he didn't stop himself from confronting Delhi because they were mates. He's yeah. like, because we're mates, but, you know, right now we're talking about business. You know, we can talk about PlayStation in a minute, but right now we're talking about business. So, Delhi, say what you've got to say or call people out who you've got to call out. But, but the whole kind of attitude and the, ah, oh, woe is me and it ain't me, it's all used lot type of attitude. He did not respond to and he did not respect at all, but he challenged it. And that is coming through as well, Rich. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Rich, let's come back to you. Um, just before half time, um, Team K League equalised, uh, cross from the left, great header in past Austin. Um, were you concerned about uh, the way that we conceded that goal? I said, obviously, switched off right at the end of the half. Um, I think, obviously, the ball was in between two centre-backs. Uh, it's a great finish, obviously. Um, not concerned, really. I think it's obviously, that's that's going to be something that Conte would be, he'd be showing that back to the team and say, look, you switch off, this is what's going to happen. You give yeah. the person on the ball far too much room, great crossing. Uh, the attacker was in between the two centre-backs, free header, really. He's going to score. A, a, a good striker would score that opportunity. He's literally put on a plate for him. Uh, just just had to direct that on target and he scored. For me, it was just one of those situations where they were dying to get into the changing rooms, switched off, and that's what can happen. I think the important thing with friendlies is learning when you're actually on task. And they definitely do from that. They'll do... Uh, repetition, repetition, repetition about that as well. And I'm sure instead of 42 laps, it probably 52 laps or something next time. So uh, I'm sure Conte yeah. will, will drill that out of the players. You wouldn't have a problem doing 42 uh, laps, would you, Rich? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't know. Now, now, with all these Coronas I've been drinking, probably would now. <laughs> it, <laughs> seemed, it, seemed, it seemed that D- Dias stopped running to me. I don't know whether he just thought that it was too long a ball and he couldn't get to it. But yeah. for a split second, it seemed like he just sort of stopped and checked. It was weird. It was in between Sanchez and, and Dyer, wasn't it? Yeah. He just kind of came in and he was like, yeah. I just want, want to go in for my, my oranges and just have a little bit of a break. Yeah. Darren, let's come to you. So um, the half-time score was 1-1. Then Conte made a number of subs. Hugo Lloris, Matt Doherty, Harry Kane, Pierre-Mihoy Bier, Tanganga and Saar came on. Austin, Sessegnon, Brian Hill, Benton Kurt, Romero and Skip all went off. Two minutes later, um, Harry Kane's cross um, went in. Defender put it in his own net. Um, Harry Kane just always involved in the goals so quickly. And uh, it, was a, it was a great performance from him tonight, wasn't it? Really good, and and um, it's like the season was just continuing. You know, his relationship with Son 
was just there. You know, it, you know, it's unbelievable that that it just doesn't go away. It's telepathic, you know. And, and I, I love the sort of there was one cross that Harry put in, and I don't think that that song got to it, but it was the sort of look round and the cheeky sort of oh yeah, it was it was it was all of that. You know, it's the little cheeky looks, um, like yeah. Yeah, we know. It, it, it's great and it really bodes well as long as that carries on going. And, you know, um, and as far as Harry, you know, dropping back deeper, that absolute screamer that he scored. Um, and I think that bodes well for Richarlison, who can now move forward and be a target man, you know, that proper number nine. And Harry, before it was, you know, Harry would come deep and it's like, well, who's at the front? Now with Richarlison, not only have you got Son, you've got Harry deep, um, you've got Lucas, you've got Brian Hill, but you've got that forward, that target man now that we that we haven't had before. before. And it's great with plugging gaps as well. So Harry can play as free as he wants now. Um, but yeah, he, he, he was great. He was absolutely fantastic. It's just like it's like you know, never been away. Play more golf in America, Harry. You know, <laughs> I think crossing as well. It's like you know that, mm. that cross. That cross for me was like the the, the wing backs need to look at how early you t- yeah. and just put that into yeah. an area. Exactly. That's the important exactly. thing. The wing backs need to look at that and go, "That's what I need to do every time." Yeah. 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 Com- completely agree. Um, Darren, let's stay with you. In the 52nd minute, uh, Team K League equalised 2-2. Cross from the right. Low shot. Went into the bottom corner. Were you a di- li- little bit disappointed that Hugo didn't say that? Uh, it was the pullback, wasn't it? And he was unmarked. That my thought. I make you know. I'm like I always make notes if I'm coming on it. It was it was the pullback. And the thing that worried me was the the guy that was um, the South African player with the blonde hair. Uh, the, the the thing that concerned me was that the fact that uh, he was just unmarked in the centre of uh, the penalty area. I wasn't too sure why that was. Why why wasn't he picked up? I mean, if if you're if you're on your own in a penalty area and you're going to shoot. Um, uh, Rick, this is never leaving you, Ricky. Never. I, I'm not. I'm not coming on no more. I'm telling you. <laughs> um. Yeah. We need a sorry. Where's Ricky? No, it's, it's, it's funny because Rick, Ricky was nearly on last word from Spurs until he got. Oh, out. come on! <laughs> <laughs> Logged into the wrong link. He, he, he rang up Ricky Sachs at five to five and said, "Where are you? I'm here waiting for you." <laughs> Sorry, love you like a Rick. brother. Um, I don't blame Hugo Lloris. Um, because if, if you're unmarked right on, on the centre spot, then, of course, it, you know, chances are you're going to score. But my concern was, why was he unmarked? I don't know why there was no one picking him up, to be honest, for that goal. Well, just a minute later, in the 53rd minute, Harry Kane put Spurs 3-2 up. Uh, Kane from outside the box, hit the bottom corner, uh, finished with his left foot. An unbelievable finish, Rick, wasn't it? Mate, do you know what? Harry Kane wants his golden boots back, let me tell you. Let me tell you, he is on a mission. As soon as he came on, totally changed the game. Everything from passing to movement yeah. to the to, to the raise of everybody else that was on the field. That was like, Harry's on the field. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Everything about everything about Harry right now is is on the next level. And guys, every single Tottenham fan out there, how nice is it that we're seeing this type of Harry Kane in preseason this year compared to last year, boys? Compared yes. to last year, where there was the, the speculation and his head was down, and 
And even when he started playing games under under Nuno, like there were shots that were just flying off his boot. There was shots that, that we would put our, our our whole houses on him scoring, and he was missing. And you could see he was out. He was out of sorts. And as soon as Antonio Conte came in, just a totally different player. And you know, I I feel that he feels that he probably wasted a little bit of time last year, but he knows that this year the mission is on. And I think he cannot wait to get out there and start banging goals left, right and centre. Uh, he, he, there's always that thing about him not scoring in August. I guarantee you he's scoring in August. I guarantee you he's probably going to score against, against Southampton and then Chelsea, let me tell you. Because he yeah. is on it like a bee in a bonnet. He was super sharp. He, was, he, he, he wanted to turn up for the South Korean fans as well. They've seen how much appreciation that's been given to Sonny as well as Kane and and he was out there to put on the show, and and it was great to see his head up, his chest up, and and those shots were just clinical, absolutely clinical, grass cutters as well. That one from outside the box, oh my gosh! He knew he knew exactly where the ball would bounce, and he knew that the keeper wasn't going to get it. And it's really exciting to see him at this stage after three days of training, at, at where he's at right now. Season, like you said, Chris, fifty days away. Season. It, this is just the beginning. Bloody hell, Harry Kane. One of our own. It's good that you're back in town, my friend. It's good that you're back in town. I'll tell you, Rich, I can, I can listen to you all day with your excitement. I absolutely love it. <laughs> um, Rich, let's come to you. In the 68th minute, um, handball um, from Team K League. The penalty, the penalty was given. Um, my best moment of, uh, of the evening. Oh, yeah. Harry Kane throwing the ball to Hun Min Son for him to take it. Do you think that will happen in a Premier League game? No chance. No <laughs> chance. No chance. He no might. He might. He might go to Harry and say, "Oh, or obviously you threw the ball to me." Then it can. They'd be like, "No, I'm taking this. Like, no, this is me. This is my kind of. This is my reign here. You had your little moment. I gave you that. Now it's me." Um, yeah, but yeah. and again, it just it doesn't. It shows the importance of obviously that game in South Korea uh, to yeah. the team to. Sonny and how much respect obviously Harry's got for Sonny. I read something that Harry was saying he spends more time with Sonny than he does his, his missus. Yeah. So um, so that's interesting. Um, I'm sure his missus has got something to say about that. But it just also shows that he's he's got the respect from Sonny and I think Richarlison has got something to aim for and then for him then to continue to hold Sonny and Harry to account for their places as well. So to continually push each other, I think before we've had like Harry up there, Sonny kind of is he going to is he going to take the same role? But now there's obviously there's three of them that are really going to push those levels because we talk about levels. If we're going to go fourth, third, second, and then challenge, we need to push the levels. And for, not only technically we need to improve, but also that te- the team ethic. And I think for, for him to do that today, it shows that he's really bought into the team for next season. And um, I think we're going to see a different kind of ruthless Spurs, but also togetherness, more together. So one or two players aren't going to say we win and lose as a team. I think we're all going to be kind of really that ruthless streak. We're going to win together and we're going to kind of blood, sweat and tears on the pitch. You can see that. It's a different mentality for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rich, what did you make of uh, Team K League's uh, third goal? Um, Larice seemed to be caught out again. I, I think what it was. <laughs> so this is my analysis. It gave Sonny the penalty and goal, and Larice was like, 
There you go. You can have one back. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'm like, there's no way he's scoring from here. No way. And yes, he did put it right in the left-hand corner. But it was literally like, Hugo was like, there you go. We're going to win by three anyway. So just there you go. Have one back. Because it's the same player. It's literally the same player. And he caught the ball. He didn't handball it. He caught it. <laughs> Two minutes later, he scores. Wait a minute. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Even the foul for that free kick I was going, something going on here. And it probably didn't happen like that. But in my head, I was like going, that's like, yeah, you can have one back. It was certainly an entertaining game. Um, <laughs> Darren, Darren, is this true? You can do an incredible Martin Tyler impersonation? I've never done Martin Tyler in my life. I mean, I can shout Aguero! Okay. It might be a request, Dal. Dal, it, it might be a request for Martin Tyler now that Boris has been sacked and you've got... Yeah, that's it. He's, uh, you know I mean? He's redundant in that area now. <laughs> What 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 <laughs> Boris said about the situation, Darren? Oh, it's a pain in my wallet. That's going to be. A- <laughs> <laughs> All their bookings have been cancelled. I, I felt Don't like worry, Darren. Going, going you turn up at the right places. Going onto the streets of London with a big wooden sign saying, "You know, ex Boris Johnson impression." Please give generously. You know. <laughs> um, no, I don't know where he's got that from. Uh, good free kick though, wasn't it? It's a good hit, considering uh, he gave away that ridiculous. What was all that about? I've never seen a penalty yeah. like that in my life. Um, good hit though. Well, let's talk about Harry Kane's uh, free kick because Harry Kane originally put the ball down, um, and I thought, okay, he's going to take it. Hunmin Son then came back. Um, he was over it. Who do you think was going to take that down? Do you think it was going to be Son or Kane? And who do you think will, will take these types of free kicks next season? Because you know, we have said, all four of us on this channel, multiple times, saying how many free kicks has Harry Kane scored. Do you think that he will still be the free kick taker in the Premier League next year? Well, the thing is, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I thought, that judging by all the all the um, stuff that Spurs are putting out on the on the channels, I thought Son was like, you know, all yeah. they do is seem to glorify Son in training. And so when the ball went down and Son was giving it the old, you know, I thought, oh, here we go. Son's going to have a pop. And the next thing you know, Harry Kane hits it. Not only does he hit it, he just blasts it straight through the wall. Like it was yeah. a broken fence. It wasn't like a sort of cute round or a little bend into the top corner. He just went straight through the wall. So obviously we'll take all goals. But I thought that was going to be a song. I thought we was going to see some magic from Sonny there, to be I think honest. There's a, I think there's a reason for that as well. Obviously, you don't want to be kind of showing all your cards in pre-season. Um, I, think, I think Sonny will have... Uh, from, especially from that range, obviously mm. we, we've seen from uh, his obviously international duty that from that range is deadly left or right corners, um, and then also Harry's going to obviously hit them across the floor. So there's obviously those two options there. But I think a little bit further back, that's where we've got kind of that opportunity for maybe a new player or another existing uh, player within the team. So, I mean, and obviously, I'm not familiar with with the. Korean national team, but does Sonny take free kicks then for, for them? Scored yeah. two, yeah. So why doesn't he? Why why didn't he do it last season for us? Then it does, there's no logic in that, is there? You you, you must watch them, Darren. In in uh, in South Korea's uh, most recent games, he yeah, scored two yeah. absolute crackers. So um, have do have a look at those. And and he and he did score for us last season from taking a free kick. I won't say what game it was against, but. <laughs> 
That that was Watford at home. <laughs> that was at home. So okay. if you if, uh, if you know that he scored at Watford at home at the start of the season, why did you yeah. go to White Hart Lane on the first of January? That's what I want to know. Listen, I went. It's all going to come in the story, all right? It'll be in the video. Get seventy-five. It'll be in the book. It'll be in the book. The book. I'll explain it all. But but <laughs> everybody knows the home of football is White Hart Lane. Do you know what I mean? And if you don't know that, then you don't know. I mean, what can I say? The home of football is White Hart Lane, Champagne Lane. So I had to go down to Champagne Lane, innit? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that was just my well, instinct, you know? We want that party yeah. bus going down the high road uh, in May. That's what we want. Yeah. Um, Rick, Rick, let's stay with you. In the 76th minute, um, Conte made uh, four subs. Dyer went off, Sanchez, Lucas and Richardson, And then came on the youngsters, um, Sayers, Fagan, Walcott, White and Parrott. I tell you what, if you were a youngster, um, you know, playing on uh, Antonio Conte now, the experience um, that you are going to get, you know, on a tour like this, is it, going to be incredible, isn't it? Absolutely. Exactly what I was saying about Richarlison seeing Sonny and Kane and what levels they have, they're at and what levels he has to reach. It's the same as all of those young ones. You know, they've seen what Conte wants and the level that he requires during preseason and in a game. For them to get some minutes is fantastic. Um, you know, if we think about, or if we talk about Troy Parrott right now, I, I read a, a, an article on London just before uh, we came on. And basically the plan is for him to kind of, you know, go through preseason, uh, impress Conte, go out on loan and then come back next year and really fight for his place. And I think that that's why today was important and preseason is important for him because what he's doing is letting Conte know that he's ready for the fight, that he can step up. Oh, I've seen the levels that you need and I'm, I, I can reach that. And I know what I've got to do at whatever loan club I'm going to next year. I know what I've got to do to impress and to step up those levels so that when I can come back, I can be counted on. And I think that's, that, that's the same for all of the young ones. I thought Harvey White, I, Harvey White, did he play at left wing back today? I think yeah. he came, came on at left wing yeah, back. I thought, I, thought, I thought he was tidy. I thought yeah. he, 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 he had like uh, calmness and assurance on the ball. I thought he fa found his, uh, his teammates well. Um, he didn't look out of sorts. I thought Papa uh, Saar, Papa Mata Saar, I thought he was another tidy one as well uh, in the centre there. Um, can't really, I don't, I didn't see too much of Sawyer's, Sayers. And and then it was the defender as well, wasn't it? It was Walcott. Malachi Fagan Walcott. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, again, fantastic for all of those boys to not only be on this tour, to see what level uh, is required from Conte and to see where they've got to go to improve and to step up to the first team. So I think it was invaluable for them. And I think that's why Conte's brought them along as well. I think it gave encouragement to Hill as well. Like Darren was saying earlier, I was really impressed with Hill. I love the fact that he was at the top of the running charts as well, Chris, when you're talking about the 42 laps and stuff like that. <laughs> that shows me mentality. That shows me that he, even though he had a bit of a disappointment last year, he's come in, he's found it really difficult to play his game in the premiership. Then a new manager's come in and he said, you're, you, basically, you, you're a bit weak um, and it's a different style of playing in the Premier League. It's a whole different world. So they sent him back to Spain. For him to come back from Spain, <clears throat> and to, to have the mentality to go, all right, Conte, I'm going to show you that I can be relied upon, that I, I've got quality, that I can be in your team. Maybe not this year, but to show you again that I'm, I'm about it, it was great for Brian Hill. 
And it was great that he was, was I think he was playing number 10 in the first half. Was that right, Chris? Was, was it like a 3-5-2 today? Yeah, um, and I've got to say, actually, Rick, um, the other night, although I thought that Brian Hill was fantastic, uh, his running ability and his speed, um, I think that he needs to work a lot uh, with the ball because his finishing um, in training um, was pretty poor. Um, he really? missed a number. Uh, he missed a number of one-on-one opportunities. He missed, um, you know, a couple of absolute sitters, put them over the bar. Um, so it wasn't the best. Um, you know, it wasn't the best finishing. I would expect a number of these young players. Um, you know, Antonio Conte will certainly assess them during this preseason. You know, on tours like this, um, and I would expect a number of them to go out on loan next year. It'd be an interesting yeah. one though with Brian Hill. I'm not really sure how or where he fits in this Spurs 11 or this Spurs squad. So under Nuno Espirito Santo, yes. But under Antonio Conte, I just think it's just, com- everything has completely changed. And is well, he good he, well, well, look, I, I think there's a dynamite player in there, but obviously he's slight, he, he's, he's small and he's slight. Do you know what I mean? And, and playing in the Premiership is a whole different scenario. We all know he needs to put on the pounds. We all know that the strength and the bulking up needs to happen, but he's still a young man. He needs to go out on on loan. If we're thinking about him as a player for Tottenham Hotspur, he needs to go out on a loan to the Championship, to, to to a tough league. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Germany, um, where he can really kind of toughen up, uh, ride those challenges that come his way. Do you know what I mean? Not be pushed off the ball so easily. And, and, and to find he's a scoring touch as well within these pressurised games. So I think the, the, the loan that comes for him, if he's going to go out on loan, is really important. And it's the same importance with Tanganga as well. Coming off a knee injury, straight back into an Antonio Conte preseason, he yeah. needs a loan. And I think he's, he's another one of our own that there's so much potential in there. Left centre-back, right centre-back, centre-centre-back. We haven't seen nowhere near his ceiling yet. So a good loan for Tanganga is, is, is really important next year as well. Well, well Tottenham got this... So I was going to Go say about Brian Hill, I do like his vision. There was a couple of sort of look up and ping a couple yeah. that he did today. I thought that was great, you know, just like the ability to sort of have the, the awareness of the pitch and to pop some balls right to left. I thought that was that was wonderful to see. But of course, we all know as well that Antonio Conte will get the best out of players. So um, this is why I'm so excited about pre-season because... You know, getting securing that fourth spot for Champions League football for next season with that squad that we had, only two uh, signings in the January transfer window. Um, I think it's incredible. Um, Rich, let's come to you. Um, 86th minute, Spurs got um, our final goal, 6-3. Hunmin Son, uh, mistake by the defender, rounded the goalkeeper and tapped in. Um, even in stoppage time, Hunmin Son had a couple of opportunities to, to get the hat-trick, but it was a great night for him especially in front of his uh, home fans. For sure. And it's obviously really important that um, we, we've got that connection uh, with the players, with their, their nationality, spread the Spurs word uh, far and wide. Um, like you've alluded to before, seeing so many sunny shirts in the crowd, really important. Um, I think it's, it's great that a player that's had such a great season for us and to go back home, kind of spread the, spread the word, and then gain that kind of those messages and that support, and then bring it back, and then continue. I think Sonny just gets better every every year, doesn't he? He's kind of finishings world class. He is a world class player. I don't I don't care what anybody else says. He is a world class player for sure. Left foot, right foot, 
so quick, so direct, um, and and he's built in that kind of endurance uh, within his play now. Where a couple of seasons ago, like him and Hugo had a little bit of a, a kind of altercation about not tracking back. Now you saw him even today. He came on, was tracking back, putting in the work, putting in the miles for the team. I think for Sonny going back home, showing that performance. Not quite scoring the hat trick, but getting getting a penalty, getting that tap in, and it's really important, and it shows how much the team does care for its players as well. Oh, he he has got incredible support here. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, in today's game, there were four unused subs, uh, Keely, Davis, Perisic and Kulishevsky. Uh, of course, on Saturday, we've got our second game in South Korea against Sevilla. Uh, and then the week later, we've got Rangers away. And then the week later, we, we then have Roma. Of course, Jose Mourinho's Roma. We will be playing that game in Israel. And then the following week, we will be playing our first game in the Premier League against Southampton. Now, the last question for um, you guys. Um, Darren, let's start with you. Um, as I've mentioned a couple of times on the stream, 50 days left of the transfer window. Um, what do you think Antonio Conte needs? Because he's come out and said in the last couple of days, um, you know, if 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 we can do something, then we will. We, we will sign more players. Um, what do you expect uh, from now until 50 days? And what would you like Antonio Conte to bring in? I'd like to see a backup striker for Kane uh, because we just can't have him be... Right, run rugged. I know we've got Richarlison now, but I just think another one would be would be great. And I think we still need that right back, uh, well, right, the right back situation address addressing. We've got Perisic, we've got uh, Kulishevsky, we've got wonderful midfielders, but that is the area for me. Uh, Tanganga and Royal both fit in that position, and I just don't think. I think if there's if there's when you're playing teams and they look at our starting eleven, what whatever that may be that, that that he's going to settle on, I think that if you're a manager, that is an area that you target and you say right, they've either got Royal at right back, so everything goes down that side, and I just think we need to sort of nullify that these weaknesses now. Um, I think we've got an incredible midfield. Um, our you know our, our, our front players are unbelievable but that side I, d I don't know I, it, it always makes me nervous that side and I think that that needs strength whether Jed Spence is gonna is gonna do the business I don't know whether he's too young whether he comes in and just slots into that position and solves a problem I don't know but I think that that, that is an area for me that, that needs sorting out Darren if Spurs sign another few players uh, from now until the end of the window do you think that we could challenge for the Premier League? Oh my God Almighty! Um, I think I think a trophy is without question in in, in our capability. Absolutely, a absolutely. The, I, not not a trophy. The Premier League. Premier League. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on. I because mean, because because the reason I ask, Ricky and I are getting very excited, and we. And we think with another few additions, we could we could challenge for the Premier League. Are we getting carried away? I mean, you know, I mean, Liverpool have sold Mane. You know, who's the new guy that they've got in? By all accounts, Nunes. 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 Yeah, it's not Nunes. a great finisher, is it? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, you know, Liverpool's going to be right up there. Obviously, City. I mean, we could we win the league i don't know we, i mean we could top 4 i mean is 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 
won't say a shoo-in, but we've got every chance of getting at least top four next season. That's all I'll say. Well, we is, is, An is Antonio Conte as good as Harry Potter? That's that's the question. Um, <laughs> the puppet master. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you've got you've got an incredible two incredible teams there. Could we finish up Chelsea and Arsenal? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, if it all clicks into place, uh, we'll be up. We'll be there or thereabouts. It's so easy to get carried away, though, isn't it? It's so easy to get carried away. Darren, let's just get your opinion on the uh, on the question here from Stefan. Uh, would you say that Harry Kane is the best striker that Spurs have ever had? Well, if he, yeah, I mean, he breaks all the records, and the answer is yes, of course, unbelievable. Son's got Son's got to be up there now. With what we what we what we what we see. He can do without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Yeah, I know the numbers aren't there, but in technical ability, my God, unbelievable. So, yeah. yeah. And there's a new song. There's a new song here for you, Darren. Stand up if you can't find Watford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know what? My earphones are going in and out. I can't hear a thing right now. You froze <laughs> and everything. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, what do we need? What more do we need in Antonio Conte? What does he need in order for Tottenham to really push Manchester City and Liverpool? I, I, I think this right wing back situation is a really important. But like I said, the both wing backs are super important. Now, however we feel about Sessegnon and Sessegnon growing in, into this team, um, we've got Perisic there. Right, we've got Perisic there that who we know can do the job that Conte wants him to do. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it in a Spurs shirt, but 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 we trust in what Conte and Paratici have done, and they trust the player to be able to do the job. So fantastic. This right side is the biggest problem right now for us. I think. Um, I think if you sell Emerson, then you have to sell Doherty. I I I think you have to because I I just don't feel hundred percent confident. Jed, for instance, Jed Spence and Doherty being the two that are, are, are the rotation on that right side. So if you still, uh, and, and this is because I, I know we haven't seen the best Emerson Royale, but I, I do think that there is a higher ceiling in him. And, and I, of course, I could be wrong, but um, a higher ceiling in him than what we could get from Doherty. But we've got to see that. We've got to trust in what they're doing. But that right side, that right wing back side right now is the biggest problem area. I think today when we saw Sanchez um, uh, on the left, however good he did and wh whatever challenges he put in and sliding challenges and stuff like that and a potential penalty as well. When I saw that replay, I was like, it looks like a penalty to me. But he just can't get his feet sorted on the left side. It's, it's like swapping your hands to eat. Do you know what I mean? Like when you swap your knife and fork to eat, it's a bit, it, 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 I don't know, you can't figure it out. There's a, there's a different timing on the tackles when he's on the left, left side of a back three. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I think that left centre back to, to, to back up David, or we haven't seen what Longley has got for us yet. Um, but um, yeah, definitely that, that, the right wing back situation right mm. now is the biggest thing for me. If we can get any more, that's the cherry on the cake. If we can get a, 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 a you know, a attacking midfielder or a potential additional striker, these are all cherries on the cake right now because we know how lethal we are up front. But right now, there's going to be so many assists and goals coming from both wing backs. 
that that is the biggest area that we need to put the majority of our money in right now. If we can't get Bastoni, for instance, right now, that's where we need to put our money and that's where we need to improve to go and challenge the likes of the, you know, Man Cities and Liverpools out there. But I have no doubt, like, like I said earlier, I have no doubt. I trust Conte. I trust Paratici. I trust they will get what they need to go and challenge this year. And I'm saying second minimum, second minimum, we're going to disrupt the league again. It's all about belief. I haven't felt this belief since Poch was there. And Poch showed us what type of side we could be. Do you know what I mean? And these players are going to be all on point. They're going to be on mission. They're going to be on trend. They're going to be ready to go through brick walls and fight two for now to go and get the three points in a league game or to win a cup game, bro. So I'm super excited about what's to come. I trust that it will happen. But, you know, like every Spurs fan, we all want it to happen today. Do you know what I mean? See, see, Darren, it's not only me that says super excited. Ricky is super excited. I know. I love it. I love it. I'm harder than Chinese arithmetic. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, how are you feeling about it? And what else do we need to really challenge uh, Liverpool Manti? Yeah, I think I... I <laughs> yeah. Ricky's just spat his lemonade everywhere. <laughs> Just glad he's not in the toilet anyway. <laughs> oh. I think you've got you've got to look at I, I agree everything that Ricky was saying. I think um if you're gonna challenge, you've got to look at all your positions. And when Man City were kind of really getting their their kind of structure in place. They went out and bought those players and spent fifty million on a wing back and a left and right back, Walker in and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They got those players. That's what we need to do. Are we mm. saying that we're going to challenge with Emerson Royale and the team? I'm saying not. I'm saying nowhere near. Um, I think you look at the business that Chelsea is starting to do. Um, I think Liverpool are going to be strong. Uh, Man City are going to be strong. Uh, I'm really optimistic with the players we've got. We we need that left centre back for sure, and we also need that right wing back. And I think we just go all in for those two positions. Um, and I think with obviously what Harry's doing with dropping in, I think that negates maybe that that kind of attacking midfielder that we all kind of want that kind of Ericsson kind of player. Because I don't think Conte's going to go in go back in for a player like that. Uh, and invest the kind of 50, 60, 70 million. I don't think that's... We've got plenty of mid- midfield kind of options there anyway, and I think Harry will drop in. Um, I, I, yes, I definitely agree. Uh, left centre-back, right wing-back, and I think we go kind of really big. Whatever's the best option, we go for it, and we just kind of go all in for those positions. And then we've got a proper team that can challenge for the title. I've always been really optimistic with, with Fontes' teams. I think he he's, he kind of knows what he wants, and he he's, he's looking for kind of those those positions. I think from today he would definitely see weaknesses down those kind of wings. And obviously, when Harry came on the pitch, and he was starting to connect the kind of midfield to attack in the first half, we didn't have that because we were so solely reliant with our left and right wing backs, which were quite ineffective, to be honest. Well, there's 50 days to sort it out and uh, make those uh, decisions. Um, a couple of people have, <laughs> a couple of people have uh, given me some questions. Would I go back on the cable car? Absolutely not. And what time is it in South Korea at the moment? It's actually nearly half past 2 a.m. So I will be getting to bed in a minute. So um, 
Rich, I thanks can hear, so much. I can hear Jace now. I can hear yeah. him. I can hear Jace. He's snoring. You know, He's snoring in the background. You know, Poor, poor old Jason's to my left, and I, I, and I don't know whether you've noticed that I've kept looking over, and he, he he's sort of going like this. <laughs> he's not, he's not <laughs> sleeping commando, is he? Sorry? He's not sleeping commando, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a different face then, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> Rich, thanks so much for coming back, and uh, so Good nice to you. see you again. And tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Yeah, Marathon Champ. Yeah, on Instagram, just yeah, hook me up. It's great to kind of continue to uh, share those messages and share that love. But obviously, continue to subscribe, like. Obviously, Chris is doing such a great job. Obviously, spreading the love for us. So let's obviously spread the love back. Thank you, Rich. Lovely to have you back. And uh, Darren, what yes. other impressions are you doing apart from <laughs> Boris Johnson at the moment? Oh God! Is, it, yeah, is this Darren. Laurel or Hardy up in here? You know exactly. what I mean with that <laughs> Why I uh, yeah, exactly? Um, what other impressions? Um, oh god, don't start me. Uh, right, so um, I'm I'm at Darren Altman on Twitter at Darren Altman. I should have done what Ricky and uh, Richard, but you know, uh, uh, yes, and and that's it. So I'm doing my voiceovers and my impressions and all my bits and pieces. And uh, oh, I tell you, I was working with a mate of yours, uh, Ricky. Uh, I was oh. working with uh, Adam Woodyet a few weeks ago. Oh. Fantastic. Love Adam to bits. Love Lovely. To bits. All he wanted to do, I was teaching him impressions for something. I can tell you what that is, uh, maybe off air. I was coaching him uh, to do impressions. All he wanted to do was talk about football. He's a mad Liverpool yeah. player. And, yeah, he, yeah. and I was going, but we got to work. We got to work. And all he wanted to do was talk about football and Liverpool and Spurs. He's great. Yeah, he, yeah. he used to he used to bring some of the players down to set. He's a massive Liverpool head. Yeah. He's massive. And as and soon as um, Trent started to break through the team, because he was a bit unsure with Trent, I remember one day, and I was like, listen, he's going to be the heir to Carl Walker. I can see it. I can see it happening. And and look where Trent is now. But yeah, lovely guy. Played Ian Bill on EastEnders, for those that don't know Adam Wood yet, um, or his real name. <laughs> but lovely guy. Loves football inside out. I used to have many a conversation with him. Really good guy. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you like to tell me off air. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to tell me what impressions he was doing off here. Um, yeah, you know where you can find me at Ricky J Norwood on Twitter and on Instagram. It's official Ricky Norwood. Uh, but now, nah, Chris, I've really missed chatting about Tottenham and chatting about a game and, and being on. Uh, it's been loads and loads of fun. Um, yeah, super excited for this season to come up. And Again, bro, again, listen, thank you to all the South Korean fans, those that are watching right now, those that were in the stadium tonight, those that support Tottenham left, right and centre, we're sending you plenty of, plenty of, plenty of love, okay? And uh, long may it continue. As I said, Rick, uh, the people in South Korea are so lovely, they're so friendly. Um, I absolutely love this place. So uh, you might not see me in England again, I might stay here, so you never know. <laughs> Um, now I'm sure I'll be back for the uh, the opening day of the season against Southampton. But no, it's been a, a fantastic trip. I've still got a few days to go. Of course, the game on Saturday against Sevilla. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but it's been a great trip so far. So thanks uh, so much to everybody's support. Um, Richard, Darren, Ricky, can't thank you enough for, for coming on. And as you said, Rick, it's so nice to talk about a game again, because, of course, that was our first pre-season. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. And if you don't subscribe to the channel yet, please do hit that subscribe button so Ricky can do this video uh, and I can post it on the channel. 
and he doesn't have to talk about Watford away anymore. I'm, I'm sure he'd be happy about that as well. Um, but thank you. Thanks for watching, everyone, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. As we get older, we start to notice our parents could use a little help. Help with grocery shopping, getting to appointments, and just keeping up with things around the house. For the times when we can't be there, Care.com makes it easy to find senior caregivers who live nearby and know just how to help. And since all caregivers at Care.com are background checked, you can be confident that your mom or dad is getting support from someone you can trust. Find senior caregivers for your parents at Care.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.